0: Hello everybody, welcome to Binge on Self Love, a weekly podcast where we discuss everything about binge eating, procrastination, recovery, self-love and self-acceptance. I'm your host Anna, but you can call me Anchi. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Disclaimer, Binge on Self Love podcast is intended for informational purposes only, It doesn't provide a professional medical advice, and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. Hey everyone, I hope you are doing well. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and to this episode. Today, I would like to talk about procrastination. If you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you know that I've talked a lot about how I think that procrastination and binge eating have a lot in common. I finally decided to make an episode dedicated to procrastination. And because I keep all my episodes somewhere between 20 to 30 minutes, I obviously won't be able to cover everything I would like to talk about, but I'll make sure to make future episodes about procrastination and would help me and what are some general tips and what are some things that don't work and stuff like that. I think it's important to say that procrastination to a certain degree is completely normal. Everybody procrastinates sometimes. And even the most productive people will have moments when they're, when they're like, nah, screw this. I don't want to do this right now. And procrastination is something that's very common for humans. And it's even more common during certain periods in our lives and during certain situations. For instance, when we're supposed to study, when we're supposed to do some like prep for work or for whatever, but also maybe when it comes to our personal goals. And even though procrastination is so natural to us, sadly, very few people talk about it. When you take a look at social media or YouTube, we constantly see people who are hustling, showing their hyper-productive days in their lives. So I think this creates this illusion that we must be super focused and super productive 24-7 and when we procrastinate, then there definitely must be something wrong with us. I've said it in almost every episode, but I truly believe that procrastination and binge eating has more in common than it seems at first, and both, for me, are manifestations of lacking self-love and self-acceptance. Therefore, I want to dedicate this episode to procrastination and share my experience and a little bit of my story. Let's get into it. If you're not familiar with what procrastination is, it is intentionally delaying things that need to be done. The Cambridge Dictionary defines procrastination as, quote, to keep delaying something that must be done, often because it's unpleasant or boring. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines procrastination as, quote, to put off intentionally the end of something that should be done. What I found really interesting is that based on rate setter survey of over 2,000 adults from 2015, that people spend about 218 minutes a day procrastinating. That literally equals to 3 hours and 38 minutes. Or, in other words, to 55 days a year, lost just on procrastination. Like, how f***ing scary is that? I've done a little math, considering that procrastination has been a massive part of my life ever since I was 13-ish, I think, and it got much worse through high school. I can quite boldly say that I've spent at least 715 days procrastinating, which is almost two whole years of my life. How crazy is that? I'll make sure to leave the link to the study and to all the dictionaries I quoted in the show notes, so make sure to check that out. There are obviously plenty of reasons why we avoid certain things. We may avoid things that are boring naturally and things that we don't enjoy, for example, studying, writing a paper, doing a presentation for work, maybe like some necessary things like house chores, taxes and stuff like that. But we also often avoid things that we actually want to do, but they make us feel uncomfortable and maybe scary. These are usually things that require us to step outside of our comfort zone. When we procrastinate, we basically exchange the long-term happiness for a short-term immediate pleasure. For example, let's say you want to write an essay for school, and you know that if you do it now, you'll have more free time later and you'll be able to do something you want to do, let's say hang out with your friends or something like that. But instead, you postpone writing the essay and you binge a whole TV series or you go out with your friends now, only to feel guilty and more stressed out later as the essay deadline approaches. The most ridiculous thing to me about procrastination is that when you procrastinate, you don't even truly enjoy what you're doing. You don't enjoy the time that you're procrastinating because you have that constant feeling of guilt and consuming feeling that you should be doing something else. Although procrastination usually starts as intentional avoidance of certain, usually uncomfortable or scary tasks, pretty much like any action that is repeated enough times, it eventually becomes a habit. Oftentimes, you find yourself procrastinating on something and you don't even know why. The more we procrastinate, the stronger the habit becomes. Procrastination is also confused with laziness, but I see a huge difference between being lazy and between procrastination. I see laziness more like a trait and attitude towards life, whereas I think procrastination is more of a habit, but I'm not an expert on this, so I'll share how I perceive the difference between laziness and procrastination, but don't take my word for it. The main difference, in my opinion, is that when you're lazy, you're not necessarily unhappy or unsatisfied with your life. Whereas when you are procrastinating, it is not something you would be happy about. Avoiding and postponing doesn't really make you happy. It makes you feel guilty and you blame yourself for the inability to do things. I perceive procrastination as a form of self-sabotage, just like binge eating. I know you may not agree with me, maybe it's not even true, but that's how I see it. I think that there's something you want. You somehow know what you need to do in order to get it, yet you sabotage yourself and you do the exact opposite. In case of procrastination, it is avoiding things that you need to do in order to get where you want to be, such as avoiding studying in order to pass an exam. In case of binge eating, it is eating compulsively to the point where you no longer feel comfortable at the expense of somewhat balanced eating, health, and freedom to live life the way you want. In my experience, both procrastination and binge eating were tightly connected to low self-esteem and self-hatred. But, as I said, I know this is not the case for everyone and that people who are confident in themselves may have binge eating or procrastination problems. Now, why we procrastinate? Why we do such irrational things such as procrastination? So if you do have problems with procrastination, the most important question you get to ask yourself is why. Why do I procrastinate? The answer is obviously going to be highly subjective and different for everybody. But I put together a few of the most common reasons why we procrastinate. The reason number one is boring or unfulfilling tasks. Unfortunately, not everything we need to do will be enjoyable. Things like washing the dishes, doing laundry, or cleaning the bathroom are not exactly the most fun activity you can imagine doing, but we still need to do them. Also, studying is not always the thing we want to do. I'm not saying that learning new skills and learning new things is not interesting, but learning for weeks or for months to pass an exam is not exactly something most of us look forward to. Reason number two is fear. I think that fear is the reason why a lot of us procrastinate. We may avoid doing something because we're afraid. We're afraid of the unknown. We may be afraid that we will fail. I think that procrastinating because you're afraid is typical when starting something new. For example, when I started this podcast, I procrastinated so badly because I was afraid that it's not gonna happen. I obviously didn't know how to do a podcast just because I never done it before, but I was also scared that it would be a total fail, which I still don't know because I'm at episode number four, but I'm taking the risk. The thing is that when starting something new, we never know the outcome. We never know how much work we need to put in until we actually start, and it can get overwhelming pretty quickly, I'm not gonna lie. And when things are overwhelming, we tend to get back into our comfort bubble and avoid doing the uncomfortable things. Equally, we may be afraid that we will try, but we will fail. Which brings me to the point number three, striving for perfectionism. I've talked about perfectionism in the previous episode, episode number 3, so if this is something you find interesting, make sure to check it out, I'll leave the link in the show notes. The problem is that we often expect things to go smoothly, no obstacles, no bumps on the road, and we expect the outcome to be perfect as well. But things, unfortunately, don't go as planned most of the time. Things happen, problems occur... And we may think to ourselves, well, if I can do this perfectly, then I probably shouldn't be doing it at all. And we adopt this false idea that we shouldn't be trying and we procrastinate and intentionally avoid things that we should be doing or that we wanted to do. Reason number four is getting distracted easily. Well, I don't know about you, but sometimes I find it really, really difficult to focus on something, especially if it's something that I don't really enjoy. And I get distracted pretty easily. I check my phone, I scroll through the Instagram or Facebook. I watch a lot of YouTube videos or I Google something that just popped up in my head and I'm like, I need to find this ASAP, even though it's just something that I really don't need. And before I know it, an hour has passed and I've wasted my time and got distracted by doing something useless rather than something meaningful. What I found to be really helpful, not to get distracted so easily, is to focus for shorter periods of time like 30 minutes or 20 minutes and take like 5 minute or 10 minute break. And what I really find helpful is to block all my websites on the computer that usually procrastinate on. And I also like to use an app called Forest. Like, by the way, this is not an advertisement. I really love the app. And you start it for like 20 minutes or how long you want. And you basically plant a tree while you don't use your phone. So it's pretty motivating because you don't, you cannot use all like social media. And it's pretty helpful when you really need to focus on something. Reason number five is feeling overwhelmed. Getting overwhelmed is super common, especially today when there's like a million things we want to do and that we should be doing. It's super easy to get caught up in the amount of work and the number of tasks we want to do and we may end up postponing them just to avoid the pressure and the stress and the frustration. What we often do is that we focus too much on the outcome, too much on the end goal. For example, let's say you wanna write a book, which is like a crazy goal, like writing a book is not like super easy if you want the book to be like really, really good. And if you would focus only on that, of course you would feel extremely overwhelmed. If you would tell me that I must write 100,000 words i would probably tell you're crazy and i would never ever talk to you again <laughs> but when you take the goal and you break it into like more less stressful tasks such as writing 100 words a day or writing 500 words a week or something like that it will create less anxiety and all of a sudden it may not feel as scary and as overwhelming And again, don't put the unnecessary pressure on yourself and don't try to be perfect. Some days you may write 200 words, some days you will write only 80. And that's okay, as long as you're trying your best at that certain moment, that's okay. Reason number six is lack of motivation. Well, I was thinking about this one and I think we often avoid doing certain things because we lack motivation and we feel like in order to do something, we must be motivated. I honestly want to say that that I think that the idea of motivation is highly overrated and that we won't be 100% motivated all day every day. The thing I wanted to say is whether we like it or not, when we don't feel enough motivation to do something, we may realize that, that some things that we're striving for are not really the things we want to be doing. For example, let's say you've been trying to go to the gym on a regular basis, but for some reason you can't really make yourself do it. Maybe you just really struggle to turn this into a consistent habit and you really need to work on that, but maybe you just really don't enjoy the gym as much as you thought you would. Chances are that maybe you started doing it because you believe that this is something you should be doing rather than something you want to be doing. I know i say this all the time but again i think social media have their share of blame in this because we may be searching for something like for happiness for health for love for success whatever and we see these people on social media having these things so we think maybe if i do what they're doing uh then i'll also be happy or loved or healthy or successful or whatever and so i think it's really really important to know why why are you doing what you're doing Or in the case of procrastination, why you want to be doing something. Do you go to the gym because you want to get stronger and feel good? Great, that's great. Or is it the opposite? You don't really know why you're doing what you're doing. And what's even worse, it doesn't really bring you any joy. But maybe you started going to the gym because you saw other people doing it, but you don't really like it. And that's perfectly fine and I think it doesn't mean you should stop exercising altogether. I think this really means that maybe the gym is not the right thing for you. You can try other types of sports to find something that you really really enjoy. For example, I started doing CrossFit when it was a huge trend back in the days and I found people who were doing it really really inspiring. I wanted to try it. I bought uh, like the permanent pass And I only ended up going like five times and then quitting and never doing it again. Because I realized I just didn't really like it. I had no motivation to do it. I didn't like enjoy the whole thing about CrossFit. Which doesn't mean CrossFit is bad and it doesn't mean that I, I am bad. So I tried other different types of exercise and... I ended up really loving and enjoying running and I enjoy yoga or going to the gym. So this was reason number six and these six reasons are just handful of reasons why we procrastinate. As I've said, I think procrastination is a form of self-sabotage just like binge eating is and eventually procrastination becomes a habit which makes it that much more difficult to figure out why we procrastinate. So in every episode I like to share a little bit of my story and pinpoint some breaking points for me and for my journey just to give you just to give you an idea where I'm coming from and to show that I'm just not blabbing about something I've never experienced. In my case procrastination started as a way to avoid things that I didn't want to do which is obviously what we all do sometimes but later it progressed into avoiding things that I wanted to do. At its worst, I've avoided everything from finishing university through work, relationships, social life, as well as my health and my responsibilities. And to me, procrastination was always tied to binge eating and vice versa. When I was binging, I was also avoiding something and I was procrastinating on something usually something important such as studying for an exam or some kind of work that i needed to do and at the same time when i was procrastinating i was usually also binge eating because i had this like terrible feeling in my head that i desperately needed to shut down i didn't have like any significant issue with procrastination for the most part of my life until i started studying at the university. I think that until then I had the boundaries that I knew I would never cross. I would always do my homework, I would always help at home when needed. I wasn't like really excited to do the dishes or house chores, but when they needed to be done I helped, I did them. And I did other things that needed to be done. But once I got into uni, I've encountered a whole new level of responsibilities. There was no one to tell me when I should be studying. No one making no one making sure I was doing my homework, or whether I'm eating enough and what I'm eating. There was nobody to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing, which is like great on one hand, but not so great on the other hand. I wasn't like completely irresponsible until I got to the uni, but it was more that I felt this pressure. On myself, then now it's up to me, and now I need to figure this all out. And of course, the perfectionist in me wanted everything to be perfect. Essentially, I started to procrastinate while studying at the university, which is, I think, not exceptional. I think that pretty much every student procrastinated at least like one time. But unfortunately, both procrastination and binge eating got so much worse in time. I Don't really know how to describe how bad and consuming my procrastination was, but before each and every exam, I procrastinated so badly that I attempted to study, but always ended up extremely, extremely binging, watching YouTube videos, videos that I would not normally watch and would not care about. And a few days before the exam, I would burst into the worst panic attack, because I was so well aware that I messed it up and I don't know anything. And by that, I don't mean the way people say, oh, I didn't really study for the exam. I don't know anything. And then they get like straight A, (laughs) but literally the fact that I was not able to study and to learn anything. And all six years of my study at the uni were like a torture that I caused all by myself. It was a constant battle between what I wanted, and what needed to be done, and what I was actually doing, or in this case, not doing. And and it literally felt like whenever I sat down and got ready to study, it was like my mind just shut down, fear, panic took over me, and I would do literally anything but study. I essentially thought about quitting the university, but at the same time I didn't really want to accept the fact that I would I would give up just because I was procrastinating so bad. As the procrastination at the uni got worse, it was at the same time taking over other areas of my life. I was no longer procrastinating just when it came to studying or writing essays or whatever, but also in other areas. I procrastinated at work when I was required to do something in addition to my regular work, such as watch an online course and stuff like that. I also procrastinated when it came to my hobbies. I love singing, making music, but I've always postponing doing any additional vocal exercising or learning how to make better music. I postponed things like meeting with my friends, working out, going on a date with my boyfriend. And last but not least, I postponed my binge eating recovery and getting the help I needed. It was probably the worst period of my life so far because it wasn't something that happened to me or something that that was out of my control. It was all this time, it was something that I caused myself to myself and I didn't really know how to stop it and how to change it. A huge step forward for me was addressing the binge eating issues and starting a therapy because the more I've learned in therapy, the more I understood myself and why I was doing certain things. I definitely cannot say that I no longer procrastinate because I do, but do I procrastinate as much as I did back at the uni? Most definitely not, but I still sometimes find myself back in the self-sabotage cycle where I question and sabotage everything. Just like with binge eating recovery, I think that recovering from procrastination, if I can use this term, is an ongoing journey. And why I'm telling you all of this, it's not something that I would be proud of. It's quite the opposite. But I think it's important to share these things with others. Because there may be someone feeling just like me. And by sharing our experience and telling our stories, we can help one another feel less alone, find more compassion for ourselves and hopefully start to motivate each other not to give up and to keep trying. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that this episode made you think about things differently. Maybe you look at them from a different perspective. Maybe it inspired you to address issues that you have with procrastination. If you're looking for more content on procrastination, I have an article dedicated to reasons why we procrastinate on my blog at I'll leave the link in the show notes so you can go and check it out. In the show notes, you'll also find all mentioned resources and citations, so make sure to check it out. I would like to end this episode with my favorite quote that I try to remind myself when I get caught up in the perfectionism slash procrastination urges and it's, it's better done than perfect. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to hear more episodes, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. All resources mentioned in the episode will be linked in the show notes. For more content on binge eating, procrastination, self-love and self-acceptance, visit BingeOnSelfLove.com and follow me on Instagram at BingeOnSelfLove. So until the next time, bye.